6: Good afternoon, welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host here. Salem Media Tampa is our home. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. Well, I want to tell you that as we are, as I took a look back and I'm looking at what we are considering yet today, it is really, uh, it's really an amazing time. And in fact, talking to some folks today, I'm really sensing um, media, video, burnout. You know, a combination of just things today, just people happen to be mentioning to me that they can't watch the coverage for any length of time on TV of the destructive rioters. Now, remember that I make a distinction between peaceful protests and the anarchists who are doing the looting, the burning, etc., etc., etc. And I, I'm focused right now on our mental health. First of all, I consider our mental health because we've had the COVID-19 We've had our kids that have been ripped out of school. I was going to do a special on that that I've now postponed because you really are not going to be able to look at the the school year that has just concluded, and you're not going to be able to make any statistical comparisons. Why? Well, from March 17 on, how did a particular school deal with attendance, how did they deal with um, getting assignments in on time? Uh, did a student have uh, a Zoom interaction with a teacher, or was it just email and watching YouTube uh, deals? We don't know. So, so we have we just come off all of that anxiety, and there's believe me, you're not going to be able to even compare a Christian school to another Christian school in terms of grades for this academic year. Uh, the uh, 1999-2020 school year. You can't compare Christian schools to private schools. You can't compare private schools to public schools. Any of that combination. Why? Even the school districts uh, have different policies for the last uh, uh, couple months. Some aren't even, you know, uh, considering the grades. Others are, are doing all sorts of averaging. And so we had all of that. All of that, and then we had this horrific travesty of justice, and we've got breaking news on that that I will share in just a moment, but uh, it deals with uh, um, George Floyd's death in Minneapolis. And I, just talking to some folks today, I really realized the visual stress, the emotional stress. And then I started thinking about our men and women who are in law enforcement. And I kept thinking about something Tampa Mayor, former police chief Jane Castor said yesterday. And when you look at our law enforcement officers right now, we may forget their experience. First of all, when a law enforcement officer does something good and positive on the national stage, the national platform, you know, that, that produces goodwill through the ranks, throughout all of our communities. And so oftentimes, especially recently, people have been sharing with the frontline responders, hey, thank you for your service. Similar to what we very much uh, wish sincerely to uh, our men and women that serve in the armed forces, well, we we tell our law enforcement officers that. Well, imagine this. If you are getting burned out by sitting in the comfort of your chair, watching this on TV so much that you are you are diving for the clicker, you're looking for Andy of Mayberry, you're looking for a total escape. Imagine those on the front lines of our law enforcement officers. Imagine the all-call that went out, and that means a couple of days ago that every available officer to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department was called in Saturday night. Now imagine the hours that they are keeping. Now, Now imagine that our officers are on the front lines and very pleased very pleased because they don't have to do a whole lot except stand there in case they're trying to keep a street open or something. For people who want to come and exercise their First Amendment of freedoms and they want to share their opinion. Now, I want to tell you that even in peaceful process, probably under the, the veil of peace, you can have some folks that are understandably emotionally upset their, uh, their souls are, have been rocked by what they have seen and then what many have experienced through the years. There's also perceptions about, uh, and it's interesting because the data and the perceptions about the pre- police brutality may not match up. But just imagine, just imagine if you will, being on that front line and you have a crowd of 300 people and uh, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon like I'm watching a shot from Washington at 312, and uh, the police are there, uh, they've got their shields, they've got, uh, they're in riot gear, but uh, everything's going along peacefully, and they'll stand there for hours. Uh, but then whether the nightfall comes in or not, and I'm not saying this particular peaceful demonstration is going to have a sort of changing of the guard and We'll have, uh, and I'll be honest with you, we'll have the criminal elements that come in, the lawless elements, and uh, those actors are, are not about peaceful protests. Those are probably not folks really uh, uh, involved as much as wanting to uh, get the sun to set and to start doing some looting. And uh, we've talked about the economic damage from uh, being uh, having a country uh, shut down by COVID-19. Does anybody dare want to begin to look at the economic loss and damage because of rioting, of burning, looting, and imagine those members of our community who have been called to a level of law enforcement? And I, I'm, you know, I've been praying for them for two or three days. I have been praying for their mental health. I. Uh, I, I'm praying for someone who may be getting yelled at and screamed at and uh, hour by hour, day by day. And I am praying that um, they will maintain the, the healthy balance uh, as they are serving and protecting. And I thought about those two when some folks were sharing to me about how stressed out they are to just watch it and they just can't watch it on TV. And I get that, and I want to tell you that um, I have to monitor what's going on, but I can tell you uh, last evening is, yes, I knew there were protesters at 301, blocking 301 in Hillsborough County. Yes, I knew there was some protesters as we went off the air that were having a confrontation with Mayor Jane Castor and did not want to talk to her. I knew those uh Uh, Those protesters uh, marched uh, to the west down Kennedy Boulevard. I know that they had a rally at some point down Kennedy. I know they came back. They came back to downtown. And I know that um, uh, because they did not have a, uh, you know, they did not have a permit to march, which they didn't have all day long, uh, and that they had an unauthorized uh, gathering, uh, which is part of – uh, part of our law of, of keeping the peace, about 60 folks were arrested last night. And I, I've, I've, I've put this all on the table to tell you how important prayer is right this very moment. In fact, it's prayer without ceasing. And i got to tell you, you know, you know one of the things I pray for? I would pray for tropical storm Cristobal, and you know what I pray for? I pray for rain, two or three days of of heavy rain to come to our area. Not only does my lawn need the rain, your lawn needs the rain, uh, but oftentimes could could we be seeing a natural or Uh, at least a God-ordained cooling-off period for not only our areas around the Gulf Coast, but you get up uh, uh, Tallahassee on across to uh, New Orleans uh, and Houston. Uh, So I don't know, but I can tell you that maybe if there's an opportunity, as we see people gathered yet today, and many of you are asking the question, well, just just how is this going to end, and when is it going to end, and, Is there gonna be a catalyst for it ending? Now make no mistake about it. There'll be folks that will be out, you know, whether it's raining or not. But I don't think they will necessarily be out in the large numbers. At least that would be my hope. Why? Uh, Because a part of peaceful protesting, while you're exercising your First Amendment rights, the first thing about peaceful protesting is to share, to allow someone to share their grievances, a parallel to sharing their heart. The other part of peaceful protesting is for all the rest of us who are not sharing, who are not sharing our heart, is for us to have uh, enough of an environment of peace so that we can, number one, hear, Uh, we can process. And, uh, you know, we can consider the changes that a peaceful protester uh, is, is bringing. And so this afternoon, um, as we uh, are monitoring so many things that are happening right now, I want to emphasize again prayer. Because we've got uh, three major issues right now. But we got four. got COVID-19, and I'll have an update in the 4 o'clock hour. From DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, we have COVID-19. We've got an economic catastrophe because of COVID-19. And we've got two issues, new issues here. Number one is uh, peaceful protest to address what should never happen again and the anarchists in America. A lot for you to pray for. I'm Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show. Salem Media Tampa. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
3: I'm Bill Carl, here with Dave Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan. Dave, I was recently at your showroom, and you could just sense something different there. And what I mean by that, and, and you said it yourself, is when someone comes to Moss Nissan, you don't have crosses plastered on the walls, but you want the cross plastered on your heart. And you can sense that. And it's, uh, it's the little
7: messages. You know, like, I, and I, I don't want to stereotype either. Here I am stereotyping. I, but I would say most dealerships don't play worship music in the showroom. But we do. So when you're walking through the showroom, no matter... If you've had a good day or a bad day or indifferent, you you have music that is realigning your thoughts so that your actions and your face can be positive, your actions can be positive and your your words can be positive.
3: And I would say firsthand experience here, when you visit Moss Nissan, you're going to sense a difference. And if you're a pastor or a church worker, they're going to take care of you with the You Serve You Save program for folks who serve the Lord. Ask about it when you go to Moss Nissan. Newport, Ritchie, Crystal River, Tampa, and at mossnissan.com.
1: Weekdays at 9 a.m. Be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. It's the old principle we were taught in Henry Blackaby's experiencing
8: God. Look for where God's at work. Just get in on it. Get involved. Join him in his work. Are you doing that in your life?
1: The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and letstalkfaith.com. Chloe, put your helmet on.
9: Okay, Dad. You work hard to protect your family, but some risks are easy to miss. Mosquito bites can spread germs that cause West Nile virus or Zika virus. Cockroaches leave behind bacteria as well as allergens that can trigger asthma attacks. Stinging insects send more than half a million people to the emergency room every year. Common pests can threaten our health. Learn how to protect your family at pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and
10: the CDC.
6: back this is the bill bunkley show <clears throat> salem media tampa i'm your host bill bunkley 877-943-9673 let me just make a brief announcement of the breaking news this afternoon and uh, that is uh we have gotten to news that in fact uh in the um uh the tragic death uh of uh, george floyd Uh, the Attorney General is going to be making an announcement, the Attorney General uh, of Minnesota, that, uh, in fact, uh, prosecutors are now going to up the charges uh, against the police officer, Derek uh, Chauvin. Right now, uh, well, previously he was charged with third-degree murder manslaughter. Those charges are going to be upgraded. And I suggested to you several days ago that I thought that uh, if it were true that he was uh, being admonished by the fellow members of that four-person squad involved with this horrible incident, uh, that, hey, uh, you've had it down for a while, he's not breathing, maybe you all let up. And he did not let up at that point. I thought that possibly we could see The justification for intent uh, and it could raise it to second degree. Now, I know that many have called for first degree murder. Uh, Many in the Christian community have called for first degree murder. Uh, I'm certainly understanding of that, but I'm not a lawyer. But as I understand the requirements, when you uh, get to a charge of first degree murder, and in Florida, you know, you're looking at life in prison without parole. You're looking at uh, going to uh, an execution. So in most states, to, um, to be able to arrive at a first-degree murder, uh, the whole idea of premeditation and intent. And so the idea going from uh, third to second is that um, he obviously was think- he, the officer, was thinking about what he was doing, there was some meditation about that. could be uh, argued that that was now going into premeditation to the next step, and that is him not lifting his knee off for the whatever the six or eight minutes is. So uh, I think that's appropriate. Also, we will find out here shortly when the press conference um, comes forth that the other uh, three officers are going to be charged as well, whether that is criminal negligence. Um, uh, we just have no idea where that's going to go, so I'm not going to speculate to any further than that. But um, um, I think that that is going to be a, a reasonable move. I think that uh, most of the folks across the nation would accept that move, and I certainly do as well, but we'll have to get more of the details. Well, so here we are. By the way, the phone lines are open for your questions or comment at 877-943-9673. Have you forgotten about COVID-19? Now think about it. We've uh, we've spent two months, uh, what I would, uh, I would deem on our program, ministering, encouraging, and uh, getting forth the facts on COVID-19. And we've been now dealing with Phase, uh, you know, phase two of of an event that uproots an entire nation. COVID-19 uprooted the world, still is, and now we have a racial issue facing the nation. Some folks have said, and I don't know what to think yet, some folks have said this has set us back 10 years in progress on civil rights. Uh, If we want to just take a snapshot at the moment and look at the rioting in the streets and compare that to uh, other riots that have uh, uh, happened in America, uh, many of them. Because of a racial inequality brutality incident, yeah. Take the snapshot. I'd say yes. I go back to the to the to the day that the news broke that uh, Martin Luther King had been assassinated by a, a sniper and a sniper's rifle as he stood on the balcony of the Lorraine Hotel there in Memphis. But. I'd be interested to see what you think. I think that if we didn't have the anarchists, if we didn't have a set of people who've gotten in the middle of this very important issue that this country has to deal with, and that is dealing with the images, dealing with the actions of a member of law enforcement in Minnesota, we we unfortunately the the issue we need to be dealing with has been hijacked you take the you take the consciousness of the nation and i want to be very clear i will debate I will will get in the middle, but I will say this. You cannot take the issue that we will be dealing with that was predicated by the unjustified murder of Mr. Floyd. You cannot take that issue and then mix into that the issue of anarchists. Very violent, lawless individuals. And, and and by the way, if you look at the if you look at the protests, you probably come away with one sort of racial picture in your mind, one way or another. And but I tell you what, you start looking at what's happening late at night, and. Uh, for anyone to say that African Americans are involved with all, you know, it's all African Americans that are out doing the uh, the rioting and uh, all of those issues at night. It just it just would not be true. Uh, the video backs that up. There are they are law breaking opportunists, and one of the things that we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get through in this country. Is that if people are looking, looking what's happening after sundown, and somehow balancing that with the cries uh, for people who have been asking for uh, justice and dealing with law enforcement, regardless of the color of their skin, I would say you're you're sadly mistaken if you are trying to uh, make a perception on one based on the other. Not only two separate issues, uh, two separate groups of people, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait to say that this has set us back on race relations. I'm hopeful. I'm prayerful. I'm optimistic. I hope that as we're able to truly deal with that important issue, that after time moves on a little bit, we will come out of this stronger than ever. What do you think? 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. be right back.
11: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says the city has taken a step forward in restoring order with the help of an early curfew. Tuesday night brought more protest over the death of George Floyd and sporadic reports of vandalism, but much less of the widespread plundering of stores amid a huge police presence. The citywide curfew from 8 p.m. Tuesday to 5 a.m. Defense Secretary Mark Esper disagrees with President Trump on using active-duty military to conduct law enforcement in the U.S. The Pentagon chief announced that he opposes using U.S. troops to contain street protests, putting him at odds with the president. White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany says invoking the Insurrection Act remains a possibility. The Dow ahead 539 points, the NASDAQ up 89. This is SRN News. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. The recent
12: events across America have reminded citizens that freedom, peace, and safety are fragile things. The death of George Floyd in Minnesota calls for justice through our system of due process. The officer who suffocated Floyd had numerous citations for bad conduct. Unfortunately, police unions make it very hard to remove bad cops. Following Floyd's death, peaceful protests were held, but then depraved rioting, looting, and destruction unfolded. In the midst of this lawlessness, the group that calls itself Antifa has wreaked havoc. Antifa is evil, a movement of nihilism cloaked in the Tones of Liberation. Thankfully, President Trump labeled Antifa a domestic terrorist group, one of the more important domestic decisions thus far of his presidency. Attorney General William Barr publicly reinforced this stance. In riled times, we seek freedom, peace, and safety, and we seek justice, justice in Floyd's case, and justice to end Antifa's reign of terror. I'm Owen Strand.
0: Considering a career in politics? Consider Pepperdine's Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
13: I'm Professor Burke from the University of Farmers, where we whittle agents' intellects into pointy, sharp utensils, and this is a pop quiz. What is the best way to save on insurance if you own a car and a house? Should you A. Sit down with a farmer's agent to combine your policies into a delightful savings sandwich, or B. Keep separate policies? The answer A. Talk to us and pass the mail.
3: We are insurance. We
13: are farmers. bum, 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 bum.
3: Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto and home insurance. Find your local agent at farmers.com.
13: If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you are call back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813 96 96 813-96-GLASS for Autoglass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Wyler
1: for Heart of Messiah.
3: And also we looked at verse
1: 35, which talks about as long as there's a sun, moon, stars, that
0: the nation of Israel will never cease from being a nation
1: before God. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com.
3: Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com.
14: Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at Let's Talk
6: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Those phone lines are open. Always want to learn from you and from your opinions. Your opinions do count. Now, I might not change my mind, but I'm certainly opening to listen. I hope that's uh, that's been readily seen as a hallmark of the Bill Bunkley Show for these 15 years or so. 877-943-9673 here on, um, on uh, Salem Media Tampa we're here for you a couple of thoughts i am hoping and praying that tropical storm cristobal uh and i mean no harm on any area it was uh, first sort of uh yesterday it was sort of aiming towards new orleans it's going to swirl around for a couple of days so i don't really know exactly but and then i saw it was kind of tilted a little back to the west more toward texas and, and and I hope you know that if you've listened to me through the years, I never pray for a storm to miss us only to put someone else in harm's way. But I will say, hey, spare us. Well, I, you know, I obviously don't want the storm to come directly here, but I, I welcome if we got two or three days of, of steady rain, especially in the overnight hours, uh, I would welcome that. Because I tell you what we need in America, we need a cooling off period. And I hope that you understand that the evil uh, elements that are behind the riots, that are behind the looting, the theft, the last thing they want right now is a cooling off period. Because their success, from the organizers of this, their success comes in continuing to stoke the the, the flames. And understand that people that participate in this, they are opportunists. Uh, They're not heartbroken, in my mind, over Mr. Floyd. Plenty of people during the day are heartbroken over Mr. Floyd. Uh, there's no doubt about that, and know that I and uh, all of us here at uh, Salem Media, Salem Radio, look, we stand with every, every protester that is on the streets because of their unity with the deceased, and they're pleading for change, but let me also say, and I'll just speak for me, I condone no criminal acts. Now, may not be criminal, but I'm not real comfortable when uh, a protester gets right up in the face of a police officer and starts yelling and screaming and yelling and screaming. And you know why? Hey, I'm friends with some folks that are police officers. I have coached uh, at our church um athletic league. I've coached alongside of guys and gals who are in law enforcement. And quite frankly, you know, can't talk about it much on, on at work, but man they are they are dedicated to their walk with the Lord. And you see when you see a line of 20 police officers or so Well, you're assuming, and I didn't finish my thought, I just realized what what Mayor Castor said was, when a police officer does good, they get the pats on the back, hey, you you know, thank you for your service. But she says, you know what happens when you have something to happen in Minneapolis? Every police officer feels that pain. Every police officer understands the looks that they're going to get when they do their job after, and, what, and what's happening right now, and the assumption that you go up to a line of 30 police officers, what's your perception? Are they all in the police brutality? Are they all the ones that roughed you up? Or could it be quite possibly that you're standing in front of a police officer who is uh you know down doing community things in the inner city with the kids and his off hers or her off time you just don't know, I know the police officers who 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 I just hold in high esteem, especially in these times of all the things if one wanted to get outside the will of God that they could do for a living, oh my word but We've got to separate out what's happening here. Uh, We've got to separate out what I'm seeing right now from Los Angeles. Literally hundreds of bodies, but they're alive. I don't uh, want to begin a wrong impression. Anyway, we've got thousands of protesters in L.A. at this moment. And to communicate their frustration, they have all well not all 85 90% it looks like they have all laid down and the streets were already blocked I'm sure LA already has the traffic blocked but they are laying down face down and they have their hands behind their back as if to be handcuffed and that is that is what I call very powerful First Amendment speech. Now, the other thing I'm seeing is like clockwork. If you've got the media walking around with a video camera, you've got some folks that will immediately go the video camera and they are yelling and screaming and yelling and screaming. They have that right, but what I don't think they realize is that that form of protest certainly is going to help you with your you know getting your getting your anger out but it's not going to help uh, the cause and so when we look at considering the grievances from these concerned citizens all around the country sadly that's what we should be considering right now but we're not i mean this is a nice photo op but for the media, nowhere near the photo op of somebody throwing a chair through, uh, you know, you know, through um, a storefront or burning down a Champs. And so, unfortunately, because of what we're going to have to deal with, you heard Sheriff Grady Judd from Polk County yesterday. They're looking at all the video. If these folks who did property damage, came out stealing things, certainly assaulted someone, and if there's a video image that helps them be identified by at least police in Polk County, they're, they're going to be picked up and arrested, but that distraction of, of the anarchy in the streets and the inability for all of our elected leaders to come on one page and say, "You know what, man? We got a heated presidential election. Uh, we got some strong emotions between the two camps. But you know what? We all have to come out and tell all of these rioters either go home or you are going to be arrested." Now the problem is, in some of the cities, it's it's just like on the border; it's catch and release. They also know that they have a pretty good thing going because there's been a hesitation with, well, it's been controversial to let some people out of the jails, but I can tell you that in many jurisdictions, they're not interested in putting a lot of people in jail, given what the, still, what the COVID situation is still. But you know, there are tools of peaceful protest. And there are tools that definitely are not a part of a peaceful protest. And as I've talked about, our two narratives. I mean, we're watching two. We're watching four narratives. We're watching the COVID-19 health narrative. We're watching the economic debacle caused by COVID-19. That's another narrative. We're looking at the narrative of the horrific crime of murder. Uh, with a video to go along with that. Then we're looking at a narrative of uh, people taking to the streets, peacefully protesting for change, and then another narrative of anarchists taking over our nation. The Lord's letting us see how much evil is really out there. I was talking to Pastor Ken Witten, Dr. Ken Witten, last night. He prayed for us last night, and uh, we chatted uh, for a little while after the call, and... Uh, as he was asking me my thoughts, I said, well, I think we've got a second wave going. The second wave, quote unquote, God up to being something huge, big, global, was this whole pandemic. Was it God's will, direct will, or was it his permissive will? I don't know. But to me, that was a wave. Now, here we got wave number two, and this is the, the, the death. The protesting, the riots. And I told Pastor Ken, this is, this is the second wave. And uh, do we have more waves coming? I don't know. What I do know, that if you look at the history of Israel, God intervened several times throughout Old Testament history as he was trying to, number one, get the attention of the Jews... Number two, he was trying to get them to see the error of their sin and to repent and to come back to him. And I must say that it's my opinion and my opinion only. I'm, I'm looking at those two comparisons and I'm saying, hmm, I wonder. Which leads you to think, or at least consider, is there another way? Is there something else that could happen? Now, I'm not a a doom and gloom, but uh, we're watching where we're at here today. But God has, I told Pastor Ken, God has allowed us. Many of you would not be even really aware of the evil that lays behind the cover of darkness. The evil that's just there below the waterline. And what God has allowed for us to see from L.A. to Washington to New York to Miami to here, wherever, we are seeing, and I'm not talking about the peaceful protesters, we have seen the diabolical face of evil in America, and we would not have seen that if a horrific tragedy had not unfolded, one that didn't have to happen, and then... You know, Satan just can't keep himself from opportunity. And so now we have these anarchists, whether it's Antifa, whether it's white supremacists, whether it's Black Panther, you name it. George Soros' group, can't think of it. But all of us now have had a second wake-up call. First wake-up call is, wow, we're not invincible. We've got this plague. Well, maybe all the pleasures that I've been taking part in. Maybe I ought to readdress my life. That was one. Now, the Lord is letting us see the spiritual battle that's before us and how important it's going to be to step up our prayer, step up our um, spiritual warfare against the incoming arrows. And are we going to fight spiritually for our country or not? That's the question. When I come back, I want to talk about the tools of a peaceful protest and tools that are not part of a peaceful protest. This is the Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media, Tampa, 877-943-9673. I invite you to join the conversation. I'll be back.
15: Maybe you can relate to this. A lot of people think they're stuck with their health plan. It costs too much or for whatever reason, they just don't like it. The great news, you are not stuck with it. There is a choice. It's called MediShare, and you could save so much. The typical savings for a family is 500 bucks a month. Major difference maker. This is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And just to give you a little more info about MediShare, it's a Christian health care sharing ministry It's worked beautifully for 26 years, has more than 400,000 members, and they've shared over $3 billion of each other's medical bills. So, yes, they can help share your needs, too. So you're not stuck. There's an excellent alternative. Whether you're single or married, you got a family, MediShare is super flexible. You can choose an option that works for you and start saving lots of money. You can join anytime. They're great to talk to. No pressure. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE.
16: 844-57-BIBLE. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president. Or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, For God and Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold.
10: When a loved one,
16: your father, your sister,
10: your aunt, your grandparent is facing a cancer diagnosis. You want them to have access to the most promising cancer treatments available. I'm Sydney Qua Martin-Green, and when my mother was diagnosed with cancer, our world changed forever. I wanted to know that she was getting the best treatments available. This experience made me so passionate about spreading awareness of treatment options, including clinical trials. That's why I'm joining Standards to Cancer to get information to the people who need it most. Those who have been diagnosed with cancer and their loved ones. Clinical trials introduce new hope for patients, providing access to cutting edge and potentially life saving new treatments, while patients receive the best current care or treatments available. My hope is that all people diagnosed with cancer have access to effective treatments that will make them long term survivors, like my mom. Talk to your doctor to see if a clinical trial may be the best choice for you or a loved one. To learn more, visit standuptocancer.org forward slash clinical trials today.
6: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Just doing a little bit of uh, contemplation as now. I am watching a feed out of Boston, Massachusetts, of uh, the protesters on the street. Of course, if you're just tuning in, this is the Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media, Tampa, with you this afternoon. The phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Are you praying down these riots? Are you asking the Lord to come against these violent riots? I hope you are. And I hope you're also praying that, Lord, that as those men and women and children who have taken to the streets, absolutely horrified once again. And, yes, we go back to Rodney King all the way forward. It's bad apples. It's just a few, but it still has a profound impact. I do not know what it's like Growing up black in America. And I know that we've had a lot of political rhetoric. You know, was Bill Clinton the first black president and this, that, and the other? You know, I hope you realize that I don't spend a whole lot of time there. And you noticed in the supercharged uh, environment we have now, not a lot of people on the left are having that kind of a conversation. And Joe Biden already found out what happens when he plays uh, racist politics about whether people get him or get his candidacy or not. But, but I want to make a distinction here. Regardless of what you're seeing on TV, regardless of what the commentators are, are seeing, and I, I promise you just, to just bring it to you, and I'm going to bring this. There are tools for peaceful protest. And basically what you see after hours and what you saw during the daylight hours in Philadelphia a couple of days ago, we saw it on the streets of Manhattan a couple of days ago in broad daylight. Let me just let me just share this. The two narratives about this particular new uh, set of developments is, one is the narrative that we see, and it's a peaceful dialogue. It's a dialogue that we have seen multiple examples of law enforcement officers kneeling and praying and seeking a way forward with protesters in light of the, of the murderous death of George Floyd. Then we have another narrative. The other narrative is distinct and different. It is a narrative of violence. It is a narrative of hatred. It's a narrative of anarchy. A narrative of rioting. It's a narrative where participants try to pose as protesters. It's a narrative that includes searching for opportunities to loot, to steal. Opportunities to destroy, a narrative to burn, a narrative to violently maim innocent bystanders, including business owners. Hear me clearly. The main tool of a peaceful protest is free speech. And that includes a great deal of listening and a great deal of understanding. Let me just be clear, bricks on wooden pallets, glass bottles, rocks in heavy-duty bags, Molotov cocktails, pipe bombs, backpacks full of mortars. Here's a newsflash. These are not the tools of peaceful protests. And these are not the tools that are be, being utilized in Boston or New York or, or D.C. or Detroit, Chicago, Minneapolis. Oh, no, 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 no. These are the tools that are and have been deployed right here in our community, right here in Central Florida. And I'm calling all of us to be honest, to be honest. We hear too much of the commentary uh, of we see people running, bashing, and then we hear a commentator, well, it wasn't too bad. It really was this, is this, that, and the other. And, you know, it was a day, you know, the whole night was peaceful protesting. Not, come on, let's tell the truth. What I just mentioned, these are not the tools of peaceful protests. And if we're honest, let's call it like it is. Because I believe that's the way God sees it. These tools that I just mentioned are the tools of violent lawbreakers. Nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. Well, we'll head into the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on today's program. And by the way, we have two great pastors who's going to be sharing with us, and uh, we'll give you an up to date um, um, listing of those guys that are coming up. But I want to thank you so much for being with us. Going to take a time out, but I'll be back in just a moment here with Salem Media Tampa for Hour two of the Bill Bunkley Show. Never.
7: should around But I you the greatest friend that
18: I've
3: ever found You know to my dad his car is a trusted friend. He's kept it running great for over a decade. Guess I'm a chip off the old cylinder block well, that's why we both choose to go to parts plus auto parts stores
7: never down take care
3: of you Hey for all the reasons you love your car there's parts plus auto
1: parts stores. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media
3: Group.
11: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Defense Secretary Mark Esper disagrees with President Trump on using active duty military to conduct law enforcement in the U.S. The Pentagon chief announced that he
8: opposes using U.S. troops to contain street protests, putting him at odds with the president. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says invoking the Insurrection Act remains a possibility.
14: He has the sole authority to invoke the Insurrection Act, and if necessary, he will do so to protect American citizens.
8: Asked if the president continues to have confidence in Secretary Esper, McEnany would only say that if Mr. Trump loses faith in him, we will all learn about that in the future. Greg Clugston,
11: Washington. Also at SRNNews.com, speaking at a Minneapolis street corner where George Floyd died, Attorney Ben Crumps says Floyd's family demands the arrest of all four police officers involved in his death.
4: We are demanding justice. We expect all of the police officers to be arrested before we have the memorial here in Minneapolis, Minnesota tomorrow.
11: Officer Derek Chauvin, who pressed a knee on Floyd's neck, has been fired and charged with third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. And this late word now, the Minnesota Attorney General has filed aiding and abating second-degree murder charges against the other three officers. New York Mayor Bill de Blasio says last night was much more peaceful in the city. We took a step forward in moving out of this difficult period we've
0: had the last few days and moving to a better time.
11: Citywide curfew from 8 p.m. Tuesday to 5 a.m. was imposed to prevent the nighttime chaos and destruction and did help somewhat. On Wall Street, stocks ahead of the closing bell are higher. The Dow up 548 points. The Nasdaq 78 points higher. This is SRN News.
9: Get full details on the example policies at slash commercials Your premium could vary depending on your health issue and company and other factors, not available
17: in all states.
11: The Delaware governor is backing off religious worship restrictions.
17: Attorneys for Democratic Governor John Carney have told a federal judge that he is backing off restrictions he imposed on church worship to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. State attorneys said Carney would issue new guidance regarding communities of worship that could narrow or even resolve issues raised in a lawsuit challenging his restrictions as unconstitutional. The lawsuit argues that houses of worship are being treated differently than other essential businesses and have been subjected to restrictions on religious practices that are not neutrally and generally applicable to secular entities. Keith Peters, Washington.
11: Four Iranian Christians have been sentenced to five years in prison for endangering state security and promoting Zionism. Christian Solidarity Worldwide says they were arrested by members of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard in early 2019 during a series of police raids on house churches. This is SRN News.
5: There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are Free Radio. We Are Broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station.
9: Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators, call 813-291-0520. For service like it ought to be fair, fast, and friendly, all cornerstone
1: pros. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
6: Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley, here with the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm excited to be here for this second hour as uh, we continue to move through the uh, the midpoint of the week here at Salem Media Tampa. As always, uh, those of you who are part of our regular family, you know that uh, if you want to share a question or a comment, uh, the number to call in, toll free, is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Good to have you aboard this afternoon, uh, give you an idea of what's coming up in the Bill Bunkley Show. We've got some other topics that I'm going to be talking about here in just a minute after I give you uh, an update, of uh, the same update that we uh, passed or passed out during the last hour from uh, Minneapolis. But during the 5 o'clock hour today, we're going to have a chance to, to, to spend some time with two pastors. <clears throat> One is uh, Lennox Zamora with the exciting Central Tampa Baptist Church, a senior pastor there, uh, and also with uh, Pastor Tony Young uh, with Christ Gospel Church of St. Petersburg. And um, we're going to be talking a little bit about where do we go from here in light of the fact that um, there's a lot of people who are on the streets, very frustrated, uh rightfully so, very emotionally charged about what they have seen, uh, depending on their perspective. And so the question is, we have been dealing with this issue. We have had previous occurrences of this type of a, a horrific event. So the question is, what is the answer going forward now i have uh certainly on the surface as far as this particular situation is all about i i've uh yesterday when i saw that the Tampa police uh you know they tried to do um cameras before and apparently the vendor that they got uh, got involved with the cameras were not uh the cameras just weren't cutting it the that particular vendor uh, they've got a new set of candor, uh, candle uh, cameras, and so I will tell you that, and I'll ask uh, our two guests in the 5 o'clock hour uh, when it comes to this particular uh, the subsection of the whole thing, um, I can tell you that I am all for law enforcement having cameras on their person and cameras on their car. I'm not for a lot of discretion of when I, – I know that there are times when – they have turned off their cameras and sometimes it's it's feeling of giving someone a privacy issue but i guess i I guess i asked the question are we beyond that in our society today and because if law enforcement um and i'm talking more of those who um are going to have issues in this area i think one of the best deterrents going forward is for every law enforcement officer to have a camera on, and if their camera gets turned off for any particular reason um, that it's not scheduled to be off, that there would be a very, very uh, quick um, disciplinary action. And I'd have to think through, depending on, certainly if, if there was an incident like this and, oh, we don't have any video, uh, you know, That's certainly different than uh, an officer writing a report in a patrol car for 15 minutes, and we know he was in his patrol car and the camera was off, you know, two different set of circumstances. But the question is, where do we go from here? Now, by the way, if you want to weigh in, um, 877-943-9673, that's 877-943-9673. I'd be glad to take your call on that, but... um, it's like everybody, we know the problem, we know it's recurring, we know we haven't dealt with it like we should, but what is the solution? What is the solution? All right, let's give you a couple of updates. First of all, because <clears throat> I want to get on to uh, Governor DeSantis, we also have a pretty pretty decent storm that uh, we can't keep our eye off that ball as well, but Uh, In the situation uh, concerning the death of George Floyd, I just want to give you the breaking news that as I speak, the Attorney General of the state of uh, Minnesota is speaking live in St. Paul. That's Keith Ellison. And uh, we now know that Derek Chauvin, who is the officer who was seen in the video with his knee On top of uh, the carotid artery of of, uh, Mr. Floyd, his charges are being upgraded from third-degree murder, manslaughter, up to second-degree. Now, as I understand it, in Minnesota, the difference is if he was um, found guilty of third-degree manslaughter, he could get a jail sentence up to 25 years. If he is found guilty in the second degree, uh, that increases the, the fact that he could get a jail sentence up to 40 years. And so um, I know that uh, there's plenty of folks that are, one of the elements that they're watching in this is justice. A, will justice be done? What does justice look like? And as I said during the first hour, I'm certainly sensitive to those of you who uh, just say, you know what, this ought to be first-degree murder, nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. But I can tell you that the level of uh, burden of proof, you, you can always bring a first-degree charge, but, you know, you've got to look at what the, the various state statutes have to say, in this case, Minnesota. Also, just very quickly, understand that when you are uh, uh, charging someone, Oftentimes, in a high-profile case, someone will say, they didn't charge him with enough. But keep in mind, the prosecutors, not just one person, the prosecutors get together. They get together with the evidence that has been collected. They get uh, all the other nuances that go with the case. And, And the question that occurs, in any case... Can what is our reasonable expectation of getting a first-degree murder verdict? Let's say this was a different situation and um, domestic and a husband and a wife been at it for three years. Husband just got to the point, or let's just use the wife, wife or husband, got to the point and uh, decided they were going to go home. I'm done with this. They thought about it for three or four days. They go home and they murder their spouse. Well, in that case, it seems pretty clear-cut, but the idea is prosecutors will meet, and they'll say, what do we believe we can present to a jury and to get a verdict? So in this particular situation, there's no doubt that the, that the, what we saw, and then we've had two different autopsy reports uh, come in to confirm the asphyxiation uh, and those type of issues, and so the cause of death. So... Obviously, uh, third degree was a no-brainer, and now I can tell you that they've had the conversation because they don't want to raise it up to second or first degree, go to court, and get an acquittal. Give me an example. Let's say they uh, Keith Ellison took this case to court, and uh, because everybody wants wants everybody, well, a lot of people have uh, very high emotions, and they want this individual who took this life to get the the maximum impact of the law. And there's a lot of pressure on the prosecutor. But remember, if they bring in this officer and they charge him with first-degree murder, guess what? He gets off. And the main thing that we don't want to have... to see in this case or in the other case, someone who clearly committed an offense and got off on a technicality. So that was uh, just a very, very quick sort of um, of the um, background uh, look at uh, how these things uh, come about, and it's a ju- sometimes it's a judgment call. You have the evidence, then you have a judgment call, and remember, then you're going to put together a jury. And there's all sorts of experts out there about jury selection. Who are you going to get on their jury? Uh, A lot of those folks, the first question is going to be asked, what do you think about capital murder? Do you believe in uh, the death penalty or not? Even if it could be a lesser charge, because uh, some of those questions, the experts know, will reveal the issues of the heart, where someone is at. Prosecutors want to have a a jury that is just absolutely get tough uh for the entire jury that will serve on a case defense folks want to get folks that overly reasonable want to be very careful that someone meets all the charges and quite frankly more of someone that's liberal about the penalties so just know that as we see all of this unfold a lot of this we're not going to be able to see and uh, so as we go through with it but the main thing is is that I assure you that I think justice is going to be done. Now, we'll continue to keep the phone lines open, but uh, I think our, our next hour is going to have some great conversations about where do we go from here? What does justice look like? We can't bring back uh, Mr. Floyd. Uh, and so knowing that, we can't ease the pain from the family. We can't, uh, we can't bring a little girl's daddy back. And uh, she's just breaking my heart, um, just big time. And so what is society to do? If you have a thought, 877-943-9673. Well, when's the last time we talked about COVID-19? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Well, when I come back, your governor, Governor Ron DeSantis, he's made some decisions about uh, COVID-19 and in fact um, let me just see um, I thought that we had a couple of more extra minutes in that so I just got an update from uh, Mr. Weaver so let me uh, give me one second and let's talk about it right now and we can uh, have our conversation continue on in the next segment uh, if it's a warranted how many of you are ready to go to the movies How many of you would go to the movies? How many theaters will actually open if given the chance to open up, to go to the movies? Now, I can tell you that uh, Governor DeSantis announced today that most of your sunshine state, the time has come. It's time to pass the flame. It's time to move from phase one to phase two of the governor's three-phase plan. And so we have uh, some more things that we're going to be looking at in terms of reopening. So I've got uh, opportunities for you to give some uh, thought to the next round of businesses being able to come and provide their services to you. We'll talk about that in just a moment reminding you that every morning uh, that we have an opportunity uh, to be with you. Right now, it's not after the show, but every morning we post a podcast of the Bill Bunkley Show. You can get to that at Let's Talk Let's dot com. You can download it or listen to it online. And so want to make sure that you know that that resource is available to you. Going to take a quick break. Phone lines are open, 877 943 9673. We'll be right back.
14: This important message is for anyone experiencing financial hardship and owes back taxes to the IRS or has unfiled tax returns. Recent events have caused massive job layoffs and financially burdened millions. While tough times will go away, the IRS won't. At Community Tax, we're on top of evolving IRS collection policies that could make it easier to resolve tax problems and dramatically lower monthly payments. If you're facing a serious loss of income, you may qualify for IRS hardship programs that may lower your monthly payments or provide dramatic tax savings. For taxpayers who owe less than $250,000 and are in a payment arrangement with the IRS, new guidelines could lower your payments substantially.
3: Community Tax has decades of experience helping taxpayers with IRS collections. So call our helpline today for your free consultation and learn what programs you qualify for. Call 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. 800-500-5588.
13: If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you.
12: On Unfiltered, we're honest, we try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and His teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look.
1: Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910,
11: and FM 102.1. But if only you could see them, you would know from their faces there were kings and queens followed by princes and princesses. There were future Power people from love to the loveless, shining the light cause they wanted
18: it seen.
6: Hey, we're back, Bill Bunkley here, eight seven seven nine four three-nine six seven three. The Bill Bunkley Show, Salem Media, Tampa. It goes without saying that I hope that you are still considering your personal protocol as it relates to COVID-19. Now, one of the interesting things is, if you remember about a week ago, as we're looking at all the advice that we've gotten for months from the CDC and others, we, we know that maybe we, we uh, I'm to the point where I, I would very much consider the fact it's impossible coming up with some kind of model to tell us about the outbreak projected numbers, many of you are there as well. And so what's interesting was that before, let's look at narratives, before the mainstream media on the left was talking about how dangerous it was for, well, Governor DeSantis opening up Florida other areas opening up Florida, how the president was vilified uh, that things were opening up because of the tremendous risk to the public health of America. Now, it's amazing that about two weeks ago, I mean, that was a recurring theme that was thumping thumping and thumping and thumping and thumping and thumping. Now, how could it be if we have that very, very high-level health emergency, how could it be that we now fast-forward to the day and those same voices are talking and encouraging and, 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 and wanting all sorts of people to come out on the streets to get shoulder-to-shoulder, to, shoulder to be hugging in solidarity, how in the world could we then encourage peaceful protesters as well as the as uh, the violent anarchist? How could we have a whole media flip flop so quickly? Now the truth of the matter is, then we've had some voices. We've got some voices, and I am leading back to Governor DeSantis because it's related. And now we have the voices that all just wait, just wait. In three weeks or so, we're going to have a, a huge second wave. All these people who have not been practicing social distancing on the streets. And by the way, all that's caused by President Trump. But anyway, uh, all those folks that have not been social distancing on the streets, we're, we're going to be right back where we were. Back in January, February. Now, hey, I'm open-minded. But, you know, that's one projection that we'll be able to gauge pretty quickly. Now, I can't tell you, you know, uh, Dr. Fauci was weighing in, thought that we would have a vaccination by the very end of the year, and they would go in very quick production. And, man, I'm praying for that, and praise the Lord, no doubt about that. But we don't know if that's going to happen. It could be January. It could be February. Maybe maybe it could be November. But anyway, that's that's one of those. But when you make a prediction in three weeks, because we're talking about the two week incubation period for COVID nineteen, when you start when you start filling the airways with all of that spin, well, you know what? I'll give it to them. Another couple of weeks, they might be right, and we'll begin to see that. Medically, and a statistic like that doesn't have to do with, you know, somebody died. How did they die? Uh, was it was it COVID? Was it heart? Was it a combination? Well, let's throw them in the numbers. No, 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 no. We'll find out in two or three weeks. Especially in the areas that we have seen wide spread uh, demonstrators, protesters, um, and uh, anarchists. Uh, the violent folks. Well, we'll figure that out. So, meanwhile, in the states that have begun to move forward, if you look real well, because they they've been hammering away on the new issues of the day. But if you if you look, we we don't have a lot of uh, uh, we don't have a lot of news about some of the states that opened up, including Florida, that we've now gotten ourselves in such a pickle because we move too fast and we put our people in jeopardy yada 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 so anyway the governor has announced today that we in the midst of all of this in the midst of folks that are on the streets uh, absolutely very little concern for social distancing well here it goes this friday Thinking about Ebor City, I'm thinking about uh, the waterfront uh, there uh, in the Vinoy Park area, thinking about some of the beaches and their restaurants and bars. Anyway, bars are opening in the state of Florida this Friday, part of phase two. The tattoo shops are coming back, and they're opening on Friday. Theaters are coming back, and among the businesses clear to reopen with limited capacity as long as they take precautions to slow the spread of COVID-19. And so as we're looking at the new benchmarks, we still have a good, healthy amount of potential hospital bed capacity, should things Take a turn. And we have a positive COVID-19 testing rate. Now, keep in mind that we've been doing mass testing, so sometimes these numbers uh, jump up. But, hear me clearly, since the pandemic began and we started tracking and really got into the tracking, the number of deaths here in Florida is on the decline. Now he's carving out Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach again. They're not ready to move into Phase 2, just like when he announced Phase 1, they weren't ready to move into Phase 1. But uh, the rest of the state, hey, we're looking at Phase 2 right here in our area. He believes that we can move together forward in a safe, smart, step-by-step approach. And he wants people back to work. He wants opportunities for folks to be able to engage in commerce. Now, remember that bars, pubs, and nightclubs that derive more than 50% of sales from alcohol should operate at 50% capacity inside. But, hey, some of those courtyards in Ebor City, Ebor Square, just like restaurants, 100% capacity outside. Keep those tables six feet apart. Groups can't be huddling more than 10 or more. And, um, by the way, patrons can only receive service if they're seated. No more hanging at the bar. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back.
11: For SRN News, I'm John Scott. Minnesota Attorney General Ellison says arrest warrants have been issued for three officers that have been newly charged in George Floyd's death. The three stood by while Officer Derek Chauvin pinned Floyd's neck against the street. The charges will be aiding and abetting second-degree murder. Chauvin, initially charged with third-degree murder, has now been charged with second-degree murder. The Senate Judiciary Committee has begun its hearings on an alleged FBI effort to derail the Trump campaign in 2016. Day one of the hearings featuring testimony from former Assistant Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. U.S. businesses lost 2.8 million jobs in May, significantly less than the 9.3 million job losses that were expected. Stocks closing higher, the Dow gained 527 points. The Nasdaq was up 74. This is SRN News.
1: Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne.
9: And I am Danica Bourne.
1: And And we we are are the owners of South Coast Coast Tax. Tax. We wanted to send a prayer out to all of our listeners experiencing illness, financial hardship, and stress during this temporary challenge we are all facing. It is a difficult holy season, but we are in this together with you as our family and we are united as one. At South Coast Tax, we know God has all of us in his arm, protecting us and always guiding us to where we need to be in life. In Psalms 91, this I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust Him. For He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from every deadly disease. He will cover us
0: with His feathers. He will shelter us with His wings. His faithful promise are our armor
16: and protection.
9: We will not only survive, but we will thrive and rise up with our Lord's help. God has placed you right where you need to be, and your family at South Coast Tax will be right beside you throughout this journey.
1: Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. Hope comes home
5: with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm
1: supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope
5: and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're
1: going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed?
5: I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life.
3: You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what
5: love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring KJ Apa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at WatchSalemMedia.com That's WatchSalemMedia.com
3: Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com. Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com
11: The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of Battles won, Battles won within over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt It's who we are, it's what we do It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines.
6: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. 877-943-9673. Serving you here uh, with all the love on Salem Media Tampa. And um, in a moment, I want to talk about something that has slipped under the radar. We're we're on the COVID-19 topic um, going forward. And it has to do with hydroxychloroquine and you might be surprised. Remember that big study that came out? Oh, better watch out. Can't believe the president's taking it. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. We got some callers just 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 stay with me because there's a lot of things happening in addition to what we're dealing with on the on the video news screens before us and uh, talking about some of those and we're going to get right back to Maybe seeing some thoughts about solutions for um, what we're facing today in uh, uh, this uh, racially charged environment that we are at. 877-943-9673. Let's go to Eric in Plant City. Eric, good to have you with us.
2: How you doing today, brother?
6: Uh, Day by day. Just, you know what, day by day. A little weary, uh, but day by day.
2: Yeah, I just had a question. Um, what gave the governor the authorization to shut any of these businesses down? Because according to the eighth and ninth article of the Bill of Rights, no government or fiscal has that authorization.
6: Now, you said, did you say shutting down or open up? Shutting down. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, Eric, um, if I had the real bottom line answer to that, I probably could make a, a few coins. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. First of all, I, I I'm going to be very clear on the record that I, I am very um, very comfortable with the job Governor DeSantis is doing. However, um, when we it's interesting because there are it, it's funny how this latest wave. And we had issues that are still on the table. Of, we went through a period of time in recent American history since the 1st of January where we have seen not just here in our local area, our state, but all around the country, we've got a lot of legislative bodies making decisions on things that we got to go back and ask the question, whoa, 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 do they even have the authority to do that, which is central to your question. Mm-hmm. Now let me tell you uh, something that you might not be aware of. There was a case, uh, and only because I've had to so bury myself with this. This was last week, because Justice Roberts, the quote-unquote one of the conservatives on the United States Supreme Court, sided with all of the liberals on the court of the question of, do churches, by way of their special treatment under the First Amendment of the United States of America, Could churches be carved out, and if they wanted to meet, could they meet? And did local, state, national authorities, did they not have the authority to uh, regulate them or shut them down? Now, for several weeks, we know that question came up here uh, in Tampa with the River Church, uh, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. Uh, They met. Social distancing wasn't incorporated, at least by the videos that I saw. And uh, anyway, went south. Unfortunately, the rest shouldn't have happened. But anyway, so he gets arrested. Then we've got Liberty Counsel and several others argue that he had the right to have his church service. So he gets out and charges are dropped, which absolutely need to happen. Mm-hmm. Then we had Governor DeSantis say that churches can do what they want to do uh, and that he's not going to get in the way of the First Amendment. It gives him those rights. And then now we've been operating on that kind of informally and uh, kind of around the country. I've been reporting where churches, dumb decisions like they, they, they're they out in their cars for church, right? And because they met in, you know, in a group of more than 10 cars, uh, you're going to find them, find the pastor. Then all of a sudden last week of a vote of five to four, the Supreme Court with Roberts voting with the liberals saying that, oh, yeah, local jurisdictions had the right to limit churches, had the right to tell them how many people they could have because the public health superseded the First Amendment and the First Amendment has not been damaged. So that's a long answer to your question, Eric that mm-hmm. probably until a case goes before the Supreme Court and nine people in, 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 in dark robes decide how they're going to rule on something, I can't tell you for the rest of us how they're – whether, whether, whether this – we can look <clears> – <throat> we know about activist course, courts. <laughs> one would say, well, look at the law. Well, I'd say, hold on. we got too many examples of – it can say this in the law – but a judge can say what a judge wants to say. I can't answer your question. I don't know. And unless unless your particular thing that you're pointing out about A business and AD, this, that, I don't even know what to tell you until it winds up finishing in the Supreme Court. But what are your thoughts?
2: Well, personally, this is the thing that really uh, bugs me because I've been uh, listening to a program. Uh, I've been following it for about two years. It's a real good guy on there. He swears a little too much, but that's why I don't recommend it to certain people. But he said it flat <laughs> out: if they had not gotten rid rid of our commonwealth courts, we wouldn't be dealing with this right now. And that was our courts for us, for we the people, to go in there and address agreements with the government. We no longer have those.
6: Hmm. And that that's yes, what so we I need I, I can track. Tra- yeah, I can track that. I, I want to say mm-hmm. I'm tracking that. Um, and how I'm processing it, I don't have it at my fingertips, but uh, I'm going to have the author on uh, a book that I've got for it to review, a very interesting uh, about the whole idea of natural law. And um, when we get into this whole idea that uh, our Constitution stated that we have certain unalienable rights that come from God and have no jurisdiction by any government body, uh, when you look at what's happening, especially the anarchy that we see, you know, your question ends up bubbling up to the bigger question, and, and that's going to be our entire foundation on, on, on what our laws have been for 200-plus years. People don't realize that what we're talking about here is a challenge to so many of the things that we hold dear, dear, and uh, that's right, dear. And uh, when you talk about the the process through the common law courts and where we're at today, it's scary. It's scary, mm-hmm. and and point well made, but well made. But Eric, but Eric, I can't answer your question. I mean, just look at this whole idea of what churches can or can't do. Look how that's gone here, there, and everywhere. Now we've got. You know, we uh, well, let's put it this way. I, all I can say is is that I'm trying to figure out how Justice Roberts did what he did in his vote. But remember that Justice Roberts, since uh, Justice Kennedy, who's been kind of the guy in the middle, is he going to go left or right on this issue? Well, Roberts has this thing about uh, he's the Chief Justice, and his life's uh, work is the, the integrity of the high court, and so... I'm just going to tell you that I we can't answer your question until there's more changes on the court because no one has an idea really where Justice Roberts is with uh, some of his core philosophy because it's not been consistent, my friend. So I don't know. Oh,
2: I got you, sir. Well, I appreciate it. I was just wondering if you had an idea or not, but I kind of... Oh, well, I have ideas, but I
6: don't. I have ideas, yeah. but I, I can't tell you that I would tell you on a radio broadcast uh, definitively one way or another because I'm still scratching my head over the last one, but yet I can tell you that many things have been put in in place over the last 90 days by mayors, governors, and I'm not singling out anybody around here. Hear me. Hear me. This is nationwide. Mayors, governors, county commissions, you name it that decided upon themselves they had the authority to tell you to do something but we've never gone back and taken a look and asked the question so where did you get this authority to shut down this business where did you get this authority to say you know people can uh, you know people can be in the streets with uh, all of this demonstration but oh 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 don't you put more than 50 people in the church and they better be 6 feet apart there's a lot of hypocrisy going on right now, Eric, so maybe we'll have some clarity down the road. But there's got to be a lot of after-action uh, reporting and investigating on a lot of stuff that probably came down that just wasn't legal. Oh,
2: well, Thank you, sir. I do appreciate you uh, replying back, and you had yourself a blessed day.
6: You too. God bless you, Eric. Yep. Eric in Plant City. All right, let me regroup myself here. Let me look at my trusty little clock. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about COVID-19. Of course, we'll take your calls at 877-943-9673. Now, I want to stay very close to this report. This is a report. uh, My source material is CBN News, Steve Warren. And remember that report that came out and, uh, supposedly a big report that trashed and scared the daylights out of so many people to even consider taking uh, hydroxychloroquine. When we know people, and by the by the way, it's the <laughs> I've taken it to the I've taken it to the Amazon, I, I've taken it to uh, Vietnam and Cambodia on Salem. Uh, mission trips, vision trips, for what? For malaria. Mosquitoes carrying bad stuff. Myself and many of you have been taken, either had it with us or t- and would have would have never thought about not taking it, if we got a bad mosquito. Okay. Now, if you remember that, now here's what's happening right now. We've got a fair amount of doctors. We also have research scientists. And I mean, it's not just a couple. They are finally coming out and voicing their opinion about this big study. It's that study last month by a very major medical journal. And according to CBN News, that undermined the attempts to really study hydroxychloroquine. And they're pointing out that that study that scared everybody, and 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 people were like, "Man, I'm not going to take that." And oh, I can't believe the president's taking that. The study wasn't actually a clinical trial. Oh, really? Oh, by the way, and it may not have been very accurate. Now, does that surprise you? Doesn't surprise me. The British Medical Journal, The Lancet. You probably heard of The Lancet said it has concerns about the data used in a highly publicized article that claim hydroxychloroquine increased the risk of deaths in COVID-19 patients, uh, according to Reuters. Now, Reuters, in that article, the conclusion subsequently undermined further interest in the drug that had been touted by the president and COVID-19 survivors, who will tell you they owe their lives to the drug. When we come back, I'm going to tell you the other side of this story. When I say the other side, part two, same story. Don't want to miss this, because I tell you what, even when it comes to health and lives, allegedly some sources will stop at nothing to deceive you. Phone lines are open at 877 943 9673 This is the Bill Bunkley Show, right here on the Salem Media Tempo.
19: So go to Amazon now and get your Aqua Powders Vitamin C today. And remember, Aqua Powders transforms water into wellness.
15: Maybe you can relate to this. A lot of people think they're stuck with their health plan. It costs too much or for whatever reason, they just don't like it. But great news, you are not stuck with it. There is a choice. It's called MediShare, and you could save so much. The typical savings for a family is 500 bucks a month. Major difference maker. This is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And just to give you a little more info about MetaShare, it's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. It's worked beautifully for 26 years, has more than 400,000 members, and they've shared over $3 billion of each other's medical bills. So yes, they can help share your needs too. So you're not stuck. There's an excellent alternative, whether you're single or married, you got a family. Metashare is super flexible. You can choose an option that works for you and start saving lots of money. You can join anytime. They're great to talk to. No pressure. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844 57 Bible.
13: If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips. I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813 96 Glass. 813 96 Glass. For Autoglass America, tell him Mike Gallagher sent you.
0: You pledged your life to serve. You made sacrifices, lost loved ones. At VA, we don't see the falls you've taken. We see the thousand times you've stood back up. We embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma. But we do see a path forward. We see all veterans. We see you. Learn how treatment works and recovery is possible. Visit MakeTheConnection.net.
1: Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. And if I have to go into foreclosure, what are the implications of since that house is not in my trust, can they attach a lien against the trust? All right. Well, the general answer is if you own it and you control it and it's all for your benefit, it's reachable by a creditor unless it's exempt. Ask an attorney Saturday mornings at eight on faith talk 570 910
3: and fm 102.1 take faith talk am 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app letstalkfaith.com alexa tune in iheart and at radio.com
7: Face. Hasn't
18: stopped raining for days. My world is All
6: right, let's get back to it, uh, rounding up hour number four, because I want to make sure I leave you informed about uh, one of the, in my opinion, one of the effective protocols using hydroxychloroquine. Well, I was telling you about the pushback now by doctors and scientists to what may end up being a pretty bogus big report last month, and you always have to ask yourself the questions, putting on the lens of the world we live in today, you know, truth is so tainted. Now, when it comes to things, I'm a follower of Christ, so let me tell you, you know, one reason why I'm a staunch, staunch Christian and a student of the Bible is, look, I've, I've, I've lived a good life so far, and I've tested some of those principles in the Word. That's truth. Man, that's absolute truth. But the integrity of not only reporting, the integrity, you know, money has corrupted so many things. And by the way, research institutes get a lot of money. That's why when you look at a piece of research, you've got to see, you've got you've got to you've got to go see who paid to underwrite this study. Now I'm not I'm not singling out my, you know, the, the folks that are tobacco growers, but keep in mind that if if a new study comes out that smoking cigarettes doesn't have anything to do with your health, and you read the fine print, and that is done allegedly, Be careful here, allegedly by the Philip Morris people, well, I'm not getting on them, I'm just using that as a very plain example, uh, that's not a very biased study, so anyway, let, let me just, because I want to try and reverse this in a couple of minutes that we have remaining in this hour, the idea is the Lancet um, got on this, and um, they believe that the data was flawed. Um, it was not a traditional clinical trial. Seems like a hack job. Um, the hydrochloric in a, in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a real McCoy deal would have been compared with a placebo or another drug. The British Lancet's editors also noted serious questions about the study that were raised. and in an independent audit about the data, Uh, has already been assigned, uh, according to Reuters, it's a problem. 150 doctors have signed an open letter to the Lancet last week calling the article's conclusions into question and asking to make uh, public uh, the peer review comments that preceded its publication. So I don't know what to tell you other than the fact And I don't recommend taking a drug or not taking a drug. I want to be heard very, very clearly. But I do want to tell you that (laughs) something that has been taken for months, years, decades, and many people will travel with it, going to a place where there's a lot of mosquitoes and a lot of airborne diseases carried by mosquitoes, And it was okay then, and now we're going to absolutely frighten the country and vilify the president. Can I just ask you a simple question? Uh, Do you see some issues here? (laughs) Potential issues. And, you know, I think that we've been worn down every day, every week, it's something. It is something that, you know, journalism is just about non existent. And I think that in a day it was hard to be a journalist anyway because you had your personal opinions about stuff, the stuff. And at least there was a time where um, you went through life and you wrote your journalistic pieces and. Good journalists uh, set their personal thoughts aside and and wrote about the news. That didn't happen today. A lot of so much of what we're reading, whether it's this story or other stories, uh, opinion. Well, based on what we're seeing here, uh, one should be very cautious. Da-da-da-da-da. Fear-mongering. So anyway, uh, just keep 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 your eye on some of the other stories of the day as uh, we've got uh, certainly what's happening before us that's dominating uh, the airwaves because in the same way that uh, there's no doubt that anarchists will take a situation like that and take advantage of it just like members of congress will have a have a national emergency and when they're funding to meet the national emergency Hey, don't, they, nobody wants to miss a good crisis to put some uh, Christmas toys and uh, some, uh, uh, you know, some uh, Mother's Day candy under the tree for take homes. The district, uh, even now, there's a lot of agendas at play. One day, I'm going to ask the Lord, Lord, how many different angles or organizations were people so upset with this president? That they would do whatever, truthful or untruthful, to sway opinion to come against his re-election. gonna ask that question when I get to heaven. When I come back, hey, let's see if we've got some thoughts about how we move forward with all of what's happening in America today on the streets. Uh, we'll have
13: two pastors to talk about that in just a moment. You're like a lot of Floridians. You've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Sunday mornings at 11,
1: join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense.
2: Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind
1: to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you. Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell, Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk AM 570 910. And at Let's Talk Faith dot com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk Faith dot com. A service of the Salem Media Group.
17: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. New charges against the police officer involved in the death of George Floyd from Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison.
4: Today, I filed an amended complaint the charges, charges former Minneapolis police officer Derek
17: Chauvin with murder in the second degree for the death of George Floyd. The second degree murder charge is an upgrade. In addition, the other three officers involved in the deadly incident have been charged with aiding and abetting second degree murder. The White House is defending the use of police force to clear a Washington, D.C. park on Monday evening. Before President Trump made a short
8: visit to St. John's Church near the White House, security forces used smoke canisters and pepper balls to push protesters out of Lafayette Park. Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says the police actions were proper.
14: They acted with the appropriate level of force to protect themselves um, and to protect the average citizenry and to protect the peaceful protesters who were among them as well.
8: As for the church appearance, McEnany says the president was sending a powerful message that rioters, looters, and anarchists will not prevail. Greg Clugston. Washington. A
17: new report shows there were far fewer layoffs last month related to the coronavirus. Payroll processor ADP says 2.8 million jobs were lost in May. Experts were predicting more than 9 million layoffs. Since March, when the pandemic intensified, the number of job losses is 22.6 million. A bulk of that was in April. This report raises optimism job losses won't be as bad as feared when the Labor Department report is released Friday. Moody's Analytics Chief Economist Mark Zandi says barring a second wave of cases, the coronavirus recession appears to have only lasted three months. He adds it could be the shortest recession on record and among the most severe. I'm Ed Donahue On Wall Street, the Dow by 527 points, the NASDAQ rose 74, the S&P advanced 42. This is SRN News. Hi, this is Jay Farner, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial
5: decisions has never been more important. We can help guide you to those right decisions now when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows. So when you call 8338-ROCKET or visit us at rocketmortgage.com to start your refinance, you'll be well on your way to saving money every month. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.375%, APR 3.59%. Right now could be a great time for you to take some positive financial steps forward with a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, which could give you the boost that you're looking for. In addition, we may be able to help you refinance with little or no out-of-pocket costs. At Rocket Mortgage, we're committed to every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses, giving you the best mortgage experience. Call us today at 833-8ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more.
1: Rates subject to change. Pay 1.875% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states and MLS number 33.
17: Church leaders in the UK want the government to rethink plans to keep places of worship closed until next month because of the pandemic.
1: One of them, the Bishop Dr. Martin Warner, has written to MPs within his diocese to ask they lobby for church buildings to reopen again. Christian Today says the bishop indicates he's received emails and communication from lots of people frustrated about the perceived low priority given by the government to the reopening of places of worship. While car showrooms, garden centers, and markets have reopened, churches have been told they need to stay closed until July 4th at the earliest. Ken Lorman SRN News.
17: Many Baptist campgrounds throughout the U.S. won't host summer camps or will do so only on a limited basis due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The Baptist Press says that has churches looking for other high impact options to reach and disciple students. Some camps are going digital. This is SRN News.
5: We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station.
9: Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background-checked, drug-tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813-291-0520. For service like it ought to be Fair, fast, friendly All Cornerstone
1: pros. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Online at LetstalkFaith.com A service of the Salem Media Group
4: Christ demands first place There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods
0: This is the Bill Bumpley Show
6: Good afternoon, a good wet afternoon for some of you in the southern uh, portions of our listening area, soon to be 100% of our listening area, as uh, Cristobal is going to be making its way up in a day or two in the central Gulf of Mexico, Uh, praying for our friends in New Orleans right now, possibly back over to uh, Texas and Houston as uh, it's set uh, to take a pretty straight path and uh, for us we've got a pretty uh, significant high pressure system uh, working with uh, its clock uh, clockwise winds and that high pressure is in place um, to the south and over florida where that's going to keep uh, this tropical storm away from our shores but it doesn't mean we're not going to get some rain and so i say bring the rain on but hey Remember, it's been a few days since we've had a significant rainfall, especially those of you that are in traffic right now. Be very careful. The Lord was never in a rush. You don't need to be in a rush. Take your time getting home. There's oil on the streets. Uh, It hasn't been washed off. We haven't had a lot of good downpours, so it's, uh, it's slippery out there. Well, as we go into the second hour, let me tell you what we have on tap. We've got uh, two pastors going to be sharing with us this afternoon. Coming up in just a moment, uh, we're going to have a chance to hear from uh, the senior pastor, lead pastor at Exciting Central Tampa Baptist Church, and that is Lennox Zamore. He's going to be sharing with us. And then a little bit later on, we're going to have um, lead pastor Tony Young from Christ's Gospel Church of St. Petersburg. Uh, I'm going to be sharing as well, plus we'll have a little prayer toward the end of the show. But what I want to talk about today with our guests during this hour is kind of looking forward. Where do we go from here? And it's not in the area of COVID. It's not in the area of the economy. Uh, it's not even in the area of uh, the violent um, uh, individuals that have been causing the looting I want to talk about uh, the folks, men and women of color, who have uh, walked this 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 life experience the last few days of this horrendous video, the video of George Floyd, and want to have a conversation about some thoughts about this this recurring issue, an issue that hasn't gone away. But what do we do? proactive. What do we do going forward? I want to remind you that our phone lines are also open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. You know, uh, Pastor Lennox uh, uh, Zamore has a bachelor's degree in theology and clinical psychology, interesting, from Liberty University, and the Blue Water Bible College and a Master of Arts degree in Clinical Psychology from the University of the District of Columbia in Washington, D.C. He's joining us again, uh, coming back to the Bill Bunkley Show. And, uh, Pastor, we're just honored to have you with us today. It is my privilege,
18: uh, uh, George. I'm honored at what you guys do for the kingdom and for the community. So uh, whatever I can do to assist our people, I am happy to do that. Thanks for having me on the show.
6: Hey, good to have you with us. Let's talk a little bit about uh, what's happening. We are now, what, eight or nine days since uh, we were exposed to a horrific video, uh, a, a video that I certainly wouldn't even recommend younger younger kids uh, seeing it. It's so disturbing. But, you know, there's a, a lot of national discussion There's a lot of um, opinions uh, about where we go from here. Uh, That voice, we don't hear a whole lot about. So what I want to talk about today is this is nothing new. Uh, It's just uh, another page of what's been happening from Rodney King all the way forward. So, Pastor, as you look at this over the years or maybe the last week or two, have you got any thoughts about how we we bridge this gap and we we we, we try to come together as moving forward? Yeah, I I think
18: um, in the words of Paulo Freire, um, um, dialogue dialogue <clears throat> dialogue. They, they, you know, everybody cries out when uh, there is the need for peace, but sometimes the voice of justice is neglected for so long that. People cry it when they want peace. It never comes unless there's first justice. And I I think what needs to happen is first dialogue. That's why I I encourage everyone, all my pastor friends, white, black, make no difference who you are, say something. Everyone say something. Uh, Ignorance is in spiritual terms darkness, and and darkness is what the enemy uses to proliferate. Uh, uh, hatred and as long as people remain ignorant uh, this will continue as long as it is something that is allowed to be covert it'll continue but when you shine the light on it when people begin to talk and speak intelligently about it and when people begin to take every action that is within their purview and their power every action that is within your purview and your power um, and the sad thing is that <clears throat> unrighteous people sometimes are doing more than righteous people. And that's what's happening. Um, many, many righteous people only begin to speak when the people who are, uh, are unrighteous overreact. But it is we who have the moral obligation to do all in our power, to take the streets if we have to, whatever it is. And the sad thing is we do that for abortion and for different things. We, we have no problem being activistic for these causes. It's just that racism takes a backseat, and it is allowed to take a backseat. It happens in churches, and we just think it's okay. It happens in communities, we think it's okay. Um, because it has become part of, almost part of the culture um, uh, to just assume that it's not happening. And I just finished a very, very lengthy, um, I've had many, many um, um, Zoom calls, and I just finished a very lengthy one <clears throat> in which we were encouraging people to to dialogue. And what I said on that call was this. Um, America has a moral obligation and a moral voice internationally. And whatever America does resounds across the world. When America acts in a way that is um, uh, tolerant and supportive of bigotry, it it it, 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 hap- it ramifies across the world. So now we see that you know, people across the world are taking us seriously here in America. We have to be careful how we... Appear to give licensure to things um, like that. So I would say, first of all, dialogue. Um, say something with the power and authority that you have. Even if you're a young person, say something on your blog. If you're a pastor, say something. Don't say it in the darkness. It's useless. Christ told us, don't do that. You can't, you know, hide a light. Say it in the most visible way possible. Um, Commit yourself on the radio. Commit yourself to um, blog, commit yourself so that all of your friends and your acquaintances know your position and that your position is not ambiguous in any kind of way but is direct and straight. We don't tolerate it. We have zero tolerance for domestic violence, we have zero tolerance for um, abortion, we have zero tolerance for a lot of things. This one we have to say, zero tolerance, clearly. Uh, because, because, you know, we, we see the burnings and stuff. And, and unfortunately, this, people have always had to go there to get a response. And I'm from the Caribbean. You can tell that my accent betrays that. Um, but things were not that different. Um, burnings took place there. And all across the Caribbean, you will see the names of communities called Fire Burn This and Fire Burn This. Because people have had to force the hand of justice. Uh, uh, unfortunately, by doing things that were not just, but I think we should begin first with dialogue. I also think that um, part of dialogue is also educating ourselves, and a lot of people have only known what they know what they grew up around. They have not read one good book or have have any any meaningful um, education on the matter so i I would encourage. Uh, my daughter is an author, and she has a, she has a a, um, a a reading group that she created just to deal with the issue and um, off the line, I can give you that link um, for younger people she is a young adult who want to have a good christian perspective and and listen to um good um, um, literary contributions um, of authors That's a good opportunity, but I would say get young people to begin to, to read, um, uh, to begin to dialogue, have churches um, take uh, the necessary... Uh, preach on the thing, for heaven's sake. Preach on it. Preach on it on a Sunday Amen. morning. Um, shake, shake the place up by letting people know that this is not okay, it's not status quo, we are not going to sweep it under a rug, and we are not going to um, react, you know, revoltingly when we see... Um, uh, looting, but never reacted when we saw a murder.
0: Mm.
6: Uh, you listen to the voice of. Uh, let me let me hop in. You listen to the voice of Lennox Zamor. He is a senior pastor at exciting Central Tampa Baptist uh, Church here, in, of course, in Tampa. He's our guest this afternoon. Let me ask you. Uh, I'm going to take a break in a minute. and I'll let you know where after take a couple time, time out. So step one is dialogue. And with your background, with your uh, clinical degrees, uh, psychology, et cetera, we know that racism. First of all, it's sin, but it's also very similar to be described as as sin that's in our hearts. So we've got sin, and then we got our prejudices in our hearts. And you know, we we there, there have been generations of trying to reach out to people with the love of Christ or the truth. And so I guess question is, uh, when we look at racism, um, we, we go all the way back uh, even before the things that we have recorded in the Old Testament. Certainly racism between the Jews and the Samaritans, uh, prejudices. So when we come back, and I just found out we've we got, got a break coming up, but I want to ask you, Pastor, so we've got to reach into the heart. We've got to change people's hearts, and, and I want to just challenge you to, to give us some ideas. How do we do that? We're talking, we're, dialogue, we're dialoguing, but then how do we go from there to having the real life changes, um, the real below the waterline changes? What, what are the type of things that we um, seek to do to be able to change hearts? Because some of these actions and activities are multi-generational on all sides uh, of what's happening in america today so we'll pose that question in a moment phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 more with a discussion with uh, pastors and more coming up in just a moment we'll be right back i
20: believe as life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents Send them packing the most humane way with Plug-In Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic device that utilises the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical-free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in. It's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget.
1: Weekdays at 9 a.m. Be encouraged by the Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. It's the old principle we were taught in Henry Blackaby's
8: experience in God. Look for where God's at work. Just get in on it. Get involved. Join him in his work. Are you doing that in your life?
1: The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9. On Faith Talk, AM 570-910 and Let's TalkFaith.com.
6: We're back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, and uh, we're delighted to be with you this afternoon uh, here with uh, Salem Media Tampa, 877-943-9673, having a conversation with Pastor Lennox Zamore of the exciting Central Tampa Baptist Church. Also, we're going to have an opportunity in just a few minutes, bottom of the hour, we'll be talking to Pastor Tony Young with the Christ Gospel Church of St. Petersburg. And I want to get back to uh, Pastor Zamor, and uh, we've been talking about the importance of serious dialogue. And so the question that I have is that uh, multi-generational attitudes are, to me, the non-professional in terms of uh, mental health, but... um, you have things that are just been repeated and repeated and repeated because environments people grew up in so as we go forward so how do we make a how do we make a change in in people's hearts and is it you know is is it um you know as a requirement for a police officers training let's say with what we're dealing with here that uh there has to be a certain amount of focus groups a certain amount of study uh in the history of race relations is there panels from folks who have um, been deemed to have been mistreated by the police how, how do we change hearts and how do we practically just not have uh, another round of people saying this is a huge problem but but not making any progress your, your thoughts pastor well well i I, I think that um,
18: racism is only racism if it's institutionalized and that's what we that's what you 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 seem to be Uh, facing when 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 you look at the video and it is rather clear that this was uh, homicidal and then on the heels of that you have you know the corona report for the state that seemed to insinuate that this gentleman was killed because not from suffocation or asphyxiation or constriction but possibly from some, some sort of strained report and then we had to wait for a second report that came out um, done by by his people and then the right. coroner's report get adjusted up back to homicide it's like people's hands have to be forced each time and 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 because it, it appears in that the, the very institution is backing up what's happening um, you just had the fourth police only arrested today mm-hmm. because of pressure again. And and so it looks like the institution is, is behind it and is protecting it. So we have to look at not just the police, but look at the entire justice system. Is it particularly skewed one way? Is there a reason why we have so many black people in jail? Really, serious. is there a reason why we mm-hmm. have so many in jail? Is the justice system possibly skewed in that kind of way so is it is it institutionalized? so we have to look at the whole system really and then 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 you know we talk about feelings and psychology, but feelings are the product of thought, and your feelings flow from your thought, and thoughts are the product of spirits um, and so we have to we have to look at um. We have to look at. We have to look at, uh, you know, what is the spirit that's behind all of this? Mm-hmm. What are the spirits that are behind this? And and it, as Christians, we have to look that way. What are the spirits that are that are driving this? Not just human spirits, but other spirits. Interestingly, the book of Jude speaks about that, and it speaks of three spirits for people who are into the scriptures. And I want to look it up. Is Jude? Uh, chapter 1, verse 11. There's only one chapter in Jude, and he speaks of three spirits. And all three of these spirits are right now working as we see this thing. The first spirit he speaks about is the spirit of Cain. That is what promotes hatred for a brother. Mm-hmm. That's the spirit of Cain. It's alive right now. Brothers yeah. killing brothers, whether it's black or white. is the spirit of Cain that began the whole thing. That spirit is alive right now. Secondly, he speaks of the spirit of Balaam and that is those who are profiting from creating fear, an environment right. of fear, and profiting mm-hmm. from it, or those who are profiting, on the contrary, from a, an attitude of, 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 I guess, from an environment of um, um, not just fear, but chaos. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's that spirit of, of Balaam, who will profit at any cost. And then the third is Korah. And that is the spirit of, of rebellion. People who just are, are taking this whole thing hostage to create and promulgate rebellion. They are spirits as work as Christians. And so mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. prayer has to bring them those spirits. As people of God, we have to address this spiritually and deal with it by pulling down the strongholds that are existing right. and creating Amen. this. Think about this. Think about this. How is this able... To be a wildfire, even in Iran, they are, they, 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 are, they are demonstrating. I mean, it's crazy. New Zealand, I mean, everywhere. Yep. Because this is not just a simply spiritual. a human. human. It is deeply spiritual. And we have to understand, we got to pray. Uh, we have to pray. Pray for the spirit of Christ to uh, take over. When the spirit of Christ does not take over, another spirit takes over. And then we have to develop policies, zero-tolerance policies at work. You know, I have a friend, somebody who lives with me right now. He went to work and, 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 and something happened. I'm not going to mention his name. Works for the county, but there was some, something that's clearly racist. So we have to have a zero-tolerance everywhere, especially in institutions of faith. You know, thirdly, Absolutely. we have to um, reflect um, um, uh, diversity in our personnel. You know, hire some people who don't look like you, and it helps. And thirdly, I would say, or fourthly, avoid religious politics and political religion, because it it, it causes the church to begin to reap the venom that does not belong to the church but belongs to politics but is ascribed to the church by association. And so the church has to be the moral voice. The moral voice cannot be a politician. The moral voice cannot be a movie star. You know, you, you, you know we, we can't. The moral voice must stay church, and it can't get corrupt. It cannot be, be, become politicized. Prophets never, ever were supposed to do that. They speak truth, and truth only for God. And and so guarding the moral voice at all times, never getting it polluted, never getting it caught up into the machinery of of, of of politics. Those things are very, very important. We must start young with the children. Start, uh, uh, I think I'm preaching right now, so let me stop. We've got, we got about 30 <laughs> seconds. We got about
6: 30 seconds of heartbreak, but go, go ahead. Yeah, with and... our kids.
18: Thanks for the opportunity. But start young with the children. So we are starting a, 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 a Facebook Live uh, just, just for kids, just to talk to them about uh, how to digest what yep. they're seeing. Uh, I, thanks for the opportunity.
6: Man, thank you. We got to leave it there, but uh, again, you've been listening to uh, Lennox Zamora, and uh, you can connect with him at the exciting Central Tampa Baptist Church. And uh, I want to tell you that uh, if you're looking for a place uh, for a church home, be a great place to plug into. And Pastor, thanks for being with us this afternoon.
18: I appreciate you, I appreciate you. You're so God bless.
6: God bless you. God bless well, bless you. Thank you. Coming up next. Coming up next, Pastor Tony Young with the Christ Gospel Church of St. Petersburg. Don't go away. He'll be sharing next. With
17: SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison says arrest warrants have been issued for three Minneapolis police officers charged in the death of George Floyd. Prosecutors filed a new, more serious charge of second-degree murder Wednesday against Derek Chauvin, The officer accused of pressing his knee against Floyd's neck. And the three other officers at the scene are now also charged with aiding and abetting second-degree murder. Bystander video showing Floyd's May 25th death has sparked protests nationwide and around the world. Floyd's family and protesters have demanded that all four be charged. Theater chains are announcing reopenings and restaurants are starting to allow people into dining rooms with restrictions. Applications to buy homes are soaring. There are plenty of signs Wednesday of a push to return to something resembling normal. On Wall Street, they're out by 527 points. This is SRN News.
7: Hey, are you guys open?
17: Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As
1: businesses reopen across the nation... Is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID 19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com, connecting you with new customers.
3: And Bill Carl here with Dave Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan. Dave, I was recently at your showroom. And you could just sense something different there. And what I mean by that, and, and you said it yourself, is when someone comes to Moss Nissan, you don't have crosses plastered on the walls, but you want the cross plastered on your heart. And you can sense that.
7: And it's uh, it's the little messages. you know. Like, I, And I, I don't want to stereotype either. Here I am stereotyping. I, but I would say most dealerships don't play worship music in the showroom. But we do. So when you're walking through the showroom, no matter if you've had a good day or a bad day or indifferent you you have music that is realigning your thoughts so that your actions and your face can be positive. Your actions can be positive, and your your words can be positive.
3: And I would say firsthand experience here: when you visit Moss Nissan, you're going to sense a difference. And if you're a pastor or a church worker, they're going to take care of you with the You Serve You Save program for folks who serve the Lord. Ask about it when you go to Moss Nissan. Newport, Ritchie, Crystal River, Tampa, and at mossnissan.com. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that
1: inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit christianradio.com. Christianradio.com is a place you can find hope when there seems to be none. All your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us now online and on your mobile app at christianradio.com.
6: Back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Salem Media, Tampa, 877-943-9673. have set aside this hour to talk a little bit about solutions, a little bit about where we go from here. And uh, it's kind of a kind of a mix because uh, we have been inviting our guest pastors at this lot uh, to be with us to uh, share what the Lord had been putting on their hearts uh, with uh, a lot of the stay-at-home, the, the unemployment, all of the aspects of COVID-19. And of course, right now we are got a, uh, another huge issue that is in the middle of our focus. And so keeping that in mind, but uh, also the fact that uh, we are just honored to have uh, a one of uh, the folks that's doing just a, a great job here on WTBN, you know, the Crucified Message uh, is on WTBN every Sunday at 7.30 a.m. And today we're just honored to have back on the Bill Bunkley Show uh, Dr. Tony Young, Jr., uh, Christ Gospel Church of St. Petersburg. And uh, Dr. Young, as always, uh, it's a pleasure to have you back with us. And thank you for uh, your leadership on your program.
4: Uh, thanks, Bill, for having me on the program today. I appreciate what you and uh, the station does for our community each and every day.
6: Hmm. If I can, let me shift what we normally would have talked about, and and that is let me sort of set this up that uh, for eight days, first of all, uh, we've seen another horrific atrocity uh, where it comes to uh, police relations with uh, men and women of color. And uh, this is not the first uh, witnessing that we've had. We go all the way back to Rodney King and uh, certainly uh, other issues that have occurred that have uh, not been done in open, not been done with a police camera. And so there certainly are uh, reasons why uh, we're seeing the protests on the street. But I want to set this up because, first of all, I am not talking about the – what I want to talk about is not the violent things that are happening after dark with uh, what I believe people have a different agenda. What I do want to talk about, we've been eight days, and folks have been um, out. They've been out expressing themselves, their frustration, their hurt, their fears. And so we're about seven or eight days into this, Pastor, and seems like here's the next day and the next day. So we've covered a lot of that. But my question is, where do we go from here? Uh, we were talking the last hour with uh, Pastor uh, Lennox Amore, and dialogue was, uh, was the, the foundation there, and then moving and then praying down the strongholds. So I guess we, I want to just kind of extend that to ask you, your thoughts, if you had a national platform, if you were speaking before the President of the United States and you have thought about two or three steps that we must take now, how do we get to where we need to be? Any thoughts on that?
4: Uh, yes, sir, I definitely have uh, thought about this uh, for many days now. I'm going to share something with you, Bill, that you may not know about me. but I'm a former police officer back in the 90s. Hmm. I served for about six years. Uh, as you know, I'm a family counselor, a pastor, yes. and a father. So um, I get asked this question from, you know, people from various walks of life. I believe there are five things and I'm not going to preach, but there are five things that... Oh, go must... ahead,
6: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
4: <laughs> so I've thought about this a few days. Um, five things, I think, in order to get us where we need to be that must happen for us to lean forward toward a place of peace with God mm-hmm. and with one another. And I'm going to do it very quickly. Number one, we must listen. We must listen to one another. We have to stop talking long enough to listen to what others' needs are. What is it they want? What makes them hurt? See, what hurts me may not hurt my brother or sister. And we have to listen long enough to try to understand. Because if we don't listen, we can't help. Number two, we must learn. We, we have to learn about one another. We all come from various communities, walks of life, echoes, socioeconomic backgrounds. We have our own religious beliefs, cultures, but you know what, we have to learn. We have to listen and we have to learn. Without knowledge, you know, we'll never really get to the place of wisdom. Number three, we have to leave. Now this is one that's very uh, unique. We have to leave our prejudices, our negative views and beliefs about each other behind, but we can't really leave these bill until we first listen and learn. Mm-hmm. I find it amazing as I look out and I hear all of the folks you know marching and and letting their voice being heard, and this is very, very important as long as it's done in a peaceable way. But, you know, we tell folks to leave their past behind, but we don't listen. We don't learn enough. So people are not going to leave until they feel like their voice is heard and that people care enough to learn about them. Number four, we have to live with one another. You see, when we l- listen to each other, when we learn about each other, when we leave our prejudices and, and our negative beliefs, then we can start to live with one another rather than just mm-hmm. uh, tolerating each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And mm-hmm. then finally, we have to love. You know, God commands us, all of us, to love one another, not just the people we like, Bill, but he says, you know, we have to you know, love one another. That means our enemies, that means those who despitefully use us. So I think the problem occurs when we want people to love each other without first listening, learning, leaving and living. When we truly do these things, Bill, in I that order, it would be a problem mm. for me to tell folks that's love one another.
6: Hmm. I'm very curious because, no, I did not know, uh, Dr. Young, that uh, you had previously served. And so let us let me take you to the next level because of your experience in the police department. Uh, I'm sure uh, back in the day, several years back, that uh, you saw uh, prejudice and racism among the ranks, I'm just assuming because yes. going back. And uh, and now you uh, had a unique perspective, not just as as a person of color, but a former police officer. And Mayor Jane Castor, former police department, Tampa Police Department, said, "You know, when when you've been a police officer and something like that happens, it it, it just takes something out of you." So my question is, where were you at? I'm well, not where you were at, but but your reaction when you saw that, and then. Any kind of thoughts to take this message? How do we work further in the ranks of law enforcement so that these type of things just do not happen?
4: Well, I think we need to get beyond the labels um, you know my six years on the force, you know there is a brotherhood i mean i'll say it I mean there is a brotherhood because your life depends upon it, but that being said, there were times when I witnessed injustices and It was tough for me, but I had the integrity to go and report that. Mm -hmm. Now, there's, you know, consequences to... Repercussions. Absolutely. But Mm -hmm. I think it's tough for those guys who are under so much pressure, but I still believe, I know, there are some great cops. I still have friends who are white, who are Asian, who are Mm -hmm. black, Do a wonderful job. I would give, I would put my life in their hands because they're just that pure. And I think the labeling of, you know, a few uh, officers who made poor judgments, you know, wrong choices, uh, you know, punish those, but don't take away um, the protection. Those who have worked so hard, Bill, who give their lives every day i mean they literally put their lives on the line and it goes back to the five steps when we don't listen and learn and leave and and live then we can never really love and it just seemed like this cycle you know we continue to miss parts of the solution
6: hmm. you know doctor when i was young i was born and raised in tampa and uh on my on my father's side, all from georgia Florida deep south you know i I grew up, and as I was little, there was no doubt from from my older grandfather great all that kind of stuff that uh didn't know at the time, but certainly it it was racism was there, okay, going back to the fifties sixties here in tampa and so yeah but but as I grew up and I lost my daddy unfortunately, when I was sixteen but You know, by the time I got into junior high school and high school, um, uh, I had uh, black friends, I had Hispanic friends, both Spanish and Cuban. And, you know, honestly, by the time I graduated high school, I certainly saw things, but it was like even though it was early in my heart, God just took it away from me even before I gave my heart to Him because because that whole idea when you're in a school and it's segregated and you're you're sort of listening uh to to the kids and color doesn't mean anything and then you're learning about their lifestyles and and uh, i hung out with so many more of my latin friends and and black friends and then the the steps you're, you're 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 talking about but once you go through those steps if you hopscotch from a quick one to a five it doesn't work you just don't go from listening and then you're loving. But when you put the time in, uh, you can turn that corner. So the quick question is: We got break coming up. So, police officers or whatever, how how do you entice is not the word. How do you make it a desire? If we're going to turn the corner on this, I mean, this is going to take some time, and we're in a very fast, fast-paced society today. How do we get there?
4: Well. I mean, without sounding uh, preachy today, uh, I do believe <laughs> that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You know, Damn Proverbs 27, and I believe that a lot of folks are feasting on the wrong things, and if you're feasting on negativity and hatred, hmm. you know, whatever is in you, Bill, is going to come out. I believe we got to really, uh, you know, preach Jesus Christ and him crucified and really share the love of Jesus on a on a main stage and stop, you know, all of all of the perfunctory, you know, type, you know, religious beliefs and really let our light shine. You know, it's not gonna happen overnight. It's probably not gonna happen this year over the next decade. But I truly believe uh, that if we all, you know, do our part I I believe there there are some really good things I'm seeing and I wish we had time to talk about it, but I know we gotta go to break. But I'm really impressed with a lot of uh, the love and the unity I'm seeing right now. I know yes. we talk about the one or two cases, but I see, you know, whites, black, Asians, male, female, walking together, praying together. Uh, that's that's encouraging to me. All right.
6: Hey, we got to take a quick break, but uh, Dr. Young's going to be praying for us. And, uh, uh, you, you know, as I've been sharing, I've been sharing for several days, been very, very clear that of all of the coverage we've been doing – you know, it's only the love of Jesus Christ. Even those that don't know Him and those that do, there is nothing that's going to solve this this decades, thousands of years uh, issues. But the love of Jesus Christ, and we to share that love more with Dr. Young in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back.
15: if you saw this, but there was just this big study about anxiety among us. Really interesting in this study about what can keep us up at night. One of the top stressors out of all the things to worry about is paying for health care. A huge majority of us say we're worried about that. It's totally understandable, but there's an affordable alternative to health insurance. It's MetaShare. It's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, and it has worked beautifully for more than 25 years. And not only do people save lots of money, they get access to a huge network of doctors. They get to take advantage of 24-7 live access online where they can talk to a doctor and even get prescriptions. And, of course, there is the savings. With MediShare, the typical family saves $500 a month. That can help you sleep easier, too. There's a lot to love about it. No wonder it's grown so much here is the number to find out more call 844-57-BIBLE that's 844-57-BIBLE 844-57-BIBLE
12: this is owen strand for townhall.com the recent events across america have reminded citizens that freedom peace and safety are fragile things the death of george floyd in minnesota calls for justice through our system of due process the officer who suffocated floyd had numerous citations for bad conduct unfortunately police unions make it very hard to remove bad cops Following Floyd's death, peaceful protests were held, but then depraved rioting, looting, and destruction unfolded. In the midst of this lawlessness, the group that calls itself Antifa has wreaked havoc. Antifa is evil, a movement of nihilism cloaked in the tones of liberation. Thankfully, President Trump labeled Antifa a domestic terrorist group, one of the more important domestic decisions thus far of his presidency. Attorney General William Barr publicly reinforced this stance. In riled times, we seek freedom, peace, and safety, and we seek justice. Justice in Floyd's case, and justice to end Antifa's reign of terror. I'm Owen Strand.
0: Considering a career in politics? Consider Pepperdine's Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
17: And so I decided, I bought a journal, and I decided to write down, my goal was to write down one thing every day that I was thankful for.
3: Well, finding
5: ways to change your perspective can have a powerful impact. And Tricia Lott Williford reflects on how she changed her outlook toward her husband on today's Focus on the Family Minute.
17: One thing that I noticed that he did, one thing that blessed me, something that encouraged me, just one thing every day. And so I started keeping track. And I would write down things like, Rob brought me flowers today after work or rob helped me fold the laundry tonight small things like that to give me a different lens a different way of viewing him and it gave me such a sharp eye and once i, I realized that once i started looking for one thing every day then i found three things or five things or six or seven
4: so it worked
17: it really did it, it just transformed my thinking
3: hear more from trisha at familyminute.org
7: scary where you no
1: one scary where you go the kids
6: are all Hey we're back Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley show Salem Media Tampa and we're talking with Dr. Tony B Young Jr. He is host uh, of uh, a great radio program right here on WTVN every Sunday morning at 7.30. I would normally say, hey, catch that on the way to church. But, hey, catch that when uh, you got your coffee, getting ready to turn on the Zoom and uh, listen to the Crucified Message. Also pastoring there at the Christ Gospel Church of St. Petersburg. And uh, I've been talking with Tony. He gave us uh, five steps. Five steps of moving forward in, in this uh, horrific situation that we've had to witness about a week ago. It involves uh, listening, learning, uh, and then uh, interacting. Uh, you got the you got the being together to to live and to love. But I want to tell you that uh, it, it all goes down to the fact that the more you talk to somebody that you think you have very little in common with, usually. Good dialogue a couple of times for a cup of coffee, and that turns around. So how do you manufacture that uh, on a nationwide basis? Well, that's probably the question of the day. But I want to go back to uh, uh, Dr. Tony B. Young because um, if if you have any additional things to share, you can. we got about six minutes, but I want you to pray. So I'll say, Dr. Young, um, share if you'd like uh, or if you want to pray, either way uh and we'll have uh, thousands of us that will be joining you in prayer and i want to bring you back in right now
4: all right i'll try to take five minutes thank you again bill for having me today i was uh reading the word of god this morning and i was reviewing the parable of the good samaritan you know jesus tells us about a man who was mugged by some thieves and robbers and he, he lay wounded and near death we know the story a priest walks by and he ignores them a Levi comes close but chooses, for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. to just ignore him. He closes his eyes, his ears, so he don't hear the moans and the groans of his pain. Then there is this Samaritan, an outcast, by the standards of the religious clique of the Jews, and he comes and he does something amazing. He shows compassion. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't look at the color of this guy's skin. I believe the Bible doesn't even tell us the age or the color for a reason because it doesn't matter He doesn't look at his age or his economic status, his political affiliation. Rather, he looks at his condition. He puts him on his donkey and takes him to the local hospital, pays for his bills. Mm. I believe Jesus tells this story to remind us today that we don't need more priests or more Levites or more religious people. We need more people who will love their brothers and sisters. We need more people who will show compassion for those who are in need. And so I, I appeal to not just my pastor, uh, brothers and sisters, but I appeal to the nation today. Uh, will we be a good Samaritan? It doesn't matter where you come from. And when we learn to listen, learn, leave, live and love, um, you know, God can really come in and show Himself Amen. strong. Um, I like to pray right now. I want you to join me as we uh, pray uh, for God to come and intervene. Dear Jesus, mm-hmm. the Son of the Living God, we just thank you for loving us and allowing us to love one another as you have shown us in your Word. Mm-hmm. We're so glad that you are our Sovereign God. You're autonomous, independent and you have total control over what's going on. In spite of what we see or don't see, we know that you're still on the throne. But mm-hmm. although you don't tempt us to sin, we know our nature as men and women is at work within the world, creating pain and problems, prejudices and causing many to speak out, many to lash out and create hostile environments around our country. God, I pray mm-hmm. for the victims. I pray for the villains. I pray for those who are angry, those who are at peace, those who are confused, and all of us who feel confined. Lord, let your Holy Spirit move over our cities, our states, and this country. We need you now, O God, to bring hope Mm -hmm. in the midst of hopelessness, freedom where there is bondage, bring life and liberty where there is death and destruction, For your word, tell us, ask, and we shall receive, seek, and we'll find, knock, and the doors will be open. So, God, we ask you to bring peace to our bodies, to our minds, to our spirits, to our communities, to our churches, and to our homes. We seek wisdom in all of our doings. We seek understanding and knowledge so that we can avoid any costly mistakes and regressions. Yes, Jesus father we knock we knock humbly on heaven's door we want your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven so thank you for what you've already done for what you're doing and what you shall do in the name of jesus christ our savior amen
6: amen i want to thank dr tony b young jr for being with us today and the, the wisdom and uh If you want to hear those five points again, we'll have the podcast up tomorrow morning at letstalkfaith.com. You want to jot those down if you didn't have a chance to, or if you didn't hear five points about how we can can come together in a way to move forward. And, of course, uh, this Sunday morning, hey, turn on WTBN, 7.30 a.m. Sunday morning, uh, because Dr. Young will be back with us with the Crucified Message. And by the way, if you're looking for a church home, well, make sure you take a look at the Christ Gospel Church of St. Petersburg, and that's where uh, Dr. Young is serving. Dr. Young, thanks so much for being with us. we got to go. God bless you, my friend. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm Bill Bunkley. Till tomorrow at 3, have a great evening. God bless and good night.